Welcome to Marketing Money Podcast. Roll it! Marketing Money Podcast rolling, on this rolling, beautiful rolling. spring day. It's spring? It's spring. Is it not summer yet? No, June 20th, I believe, is the Ooh, first day. It's hot. Somewhere around there. It's hot. We had the break, the 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 heat wave breakout, and then it went back to being cool. The again. heat is on, the song. Yeah. Uh, who is that? Glenn Fry? Yes. Glenn Fry, which the irony of someone too, right? named Fry well, the heat writing a song about heat because he fried. And then he went back, came back with... The Smuggler's Blues. The Smuggler's Blues is good. Yeah. It's a good song. Cameoed on my favorite show, All Time. Matches Johnny Shirt. I'm wearing a blue shirt. And a little like neon, little Miami Vice. Miami Vice. Glenn Fry, Eagles? Yeah, Eagles. Don Henley, Glenn Fry. They, 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 sh- they should have never gotten together. They were so they were better as individuals. They were. I, I mean, it, it's well known that I hate the Eagles. See, I don't like the Eagles either. <laughs> they're they're the they're the mayonnaise of music to me. I do like Seven Bridges Road. Well, that was the little harmony and like it was so funny. Funny part about that, all my buddies John is five my, of the six five six of the seven bridges. Yes, uh, three. I've driven over three of those bridges that they <laughs> sing about. But uh, but a bunch of my friends in high school really liked that song because they thought it was like proved that they could like country music. Because country music wasn't that popular, but everybody would be like, we don't like country music. Country like, music was popular It back was then. getting popular. Yeah, the Because that's when Garth Brooks sort of yeah. broke out. Clint, King George. Yeah, but it, it but it was popular, but it was by no means as pop but popular as it is today. The, the long, no, the no, line today dancing. it's ridiculous. But you remember popular. that like line dancing brush popper shirt with like a desert scenario painted on it? It was Urban Cowboy. Urban Cowboy. But the... Um, but Watermelon yeah, no, crawl. it was nowhere near where it's popular. It, I thought this was, was going to go was, like your buddies like like did like figured out the harmony and would just like <laughs> show up to a party and sing it. <laughs> uh, I think that song is such a reach. But anyway, I do like Hotel California, but that's a Don Henley. Hotel is. California is a Don Henley song. Yeah. No, oh, Don Henley's great. Yeah. Glenn Fry is great. Boys the of Eagles, Summer. Not so great. Joe Walsh, late edition. Great. Just throw them in there. Timothy B. Smith's like the only one that just... He was a late edition. They, they never had new edition, though. Uh, That's a great 90s group. And 80s. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Late uh, 80s? Probably got together in the late 80s, but I think they were more like early 90s type. Are we talking about Kenny Rogers? What's his band? The no. What was new his? edition was Bobby Brown. I know, I know, but what was... what was um, The Gamblers? No, there was something edition. Kenny Rogers and know, the, but the Gambler as a song is one of the greatest songs ever. Written. I just dropped in to see what uh, edition my edition was in. It's amazing. But anyway, there there are two hidden first edition. First edition. Then you had the new edition. Kenny Rogers and the first edition. Then Bobby Brown and, and new the edition. New edition. Okay. That's a lot of math. People are going to love this section. They're like this I mean, is I'm going to get riveting. so many text ma- No, I really will. They're like don't talk about banking. <laughs> don't talk we about do it banking. every day. Don't talk about banking. Hey, oh, let's talk about cybersecurity. How'd you? You hacked me. You hacked oh, me. I hacked I'm it. hacked. 
He's been hacked. Cybersecurity. Shut down the meatpacking industry after the oil industry. They hacked the cows. <sighs> what? Holstein hacking. They did hack the cows, so our... our how, how does that even work? The plants, like... I, I don't. I honestly don't. <laughs> it seems like could we just go meat packing? Could we just go to the analog? Like just run them through this? Like we could, we don't know how many cows we have. Count them. I don't. I may be a little naive. Even like with the with the the gas line thing. Like every movie has like manual mode. Like could could somebody not do the hand crank or something? Anyway, I don't know, man. But. I will tell you this, the banking industry is going to knee-jerk the hell out of, like, if meat's hacked in our money, which maybe they should, I think it's a little more important. It Just is, say it. It, oh, No, it's certainly more important, but if anybody's going to overcompensate, <sighs> think about Zoom jacking. John, I don't think one actual Zoom got jacked. I think, But it, even if it did, can't you just turn it off? Yeah, like... A porn, just flip it off. Like you, like, somebody told me one time, like when something like that happens, the first reaction's not your fault. The second one is. So in other words, if somebody pops up porn and you're like, "Oh God," and turn it off, but if you keep watching, that's on you. Well, <laughs> anyway, I think somebody accidentally flipped something on and was like, "I must have gotten hacked." Like during the whatever Ashley Madison thing where. Oh, where they outed all the supposed the guys people were just were like, I got hacked. Sorry if that happened to you. Not, I know it didn't happen to John or me, but I'm just saying. If it did happen to you, sorry. Well, but I mean, also. First, How about if you like had the, your name in it, but you actually hadn't done it? That's like the worst. Cause then well, that, like, that would be easy. Like That would be the easiest reputation burn ever. Why do you just make up a list of people and say, it's the Ashley Matt? Who, who verified? Yes, this is the. Who well, would have benefited to verify? Like you just put. It's kind of like um, Epstein's um, plane records. Just everybody was on that plane. Well, it's the cybersecurity issues that we face now because we've gotten so reliant on digital means to do yeah. everything. Shut it down. But I would say this. The virtualization of folding money is... Pocket money. Pocket money is a little more egregious because it is virtual. Like... That, the well, that's the point. Is like the beef. The beef the, is there. The beef is still there. The gas is still there. It just might not be able to run... At the same and, efficiency. And efficiency being counted. You can get beef, to it. The beef might not be able to be packaged but as efficiently. Really, but if you take digital money, well, it's, it's like kind of gone. Whatever that Bitcoin, and, and banking is notoriously bad for bank-based cash transactions. Like your credit card's hacked, it's all credit. Debit card, another story. It was like that company that what accidentally sent out $21, bi- $21 million or something like that. It was, I think it was. Bitcoin. Oh, well, there's lots of examples of But then the Chanel or whatever it was thing, Revlon or... Yeah, that's the... 500 million? I mean, there's been... There's two or three of some large banks that went through an inadvertent, like, extra common three zeros on a transaction, and the court ruled they couldn't get it back. And it puts you in a situation... Which is... Now I know why banks have that, like, the clause in your mortgage and loan agreements that's, like, the mistake clause. I forgot what it's called. It's not E&O, but, like, if we made an... if the principle was we were supposed to do three million and we put three hundred million, you have to give us a chance to change. I or forgot what that. Well, it's like is someone called. go. And this happened before, um, where someone goes an ATM and some flaw happened the ATM and it gives them six hundred dollars instead of three hundred dollars and they're like, well, I guess I get to keep the money. Yeah. It's like eventually they're going to find that you, you know, got the extra money and who it was and you're on camera getting it. So. You, Best bet, not the theft, bank. go in the bank and be like, hey, gave me extra money. 
want to give this back to you. It, you know, stuff like that happens. Yeah. It happens actually more than you well, realize it Well, does. a bank that we both know and love double deposited. Oh, paychecks or whatever yeah, on a Friday. Yeah, paycheck um, on, a, on, a high, on a high whatever day. And it was one of those weird things that nobody could figure out what happened. And there was no record of it. To, to the system and everyone who looked at it, except for the teller who forgot about it, you know, the, the it looked like to somehow it, and I, I did get to keep that money. <laughs> I kept that, I kept that as a, like a note on my um, check ledger or whatever my, before digital was really prevalent for like for five years. I was like, so I didn't even get to enjoy the money. I, I had a, I had a bank that double deposited on me one time and uh, I just kept the, cash until they asked for it back yeah. and then I, but I, here's the deal how funny this is i told someone at the bank that it happened and to, to clear me of the conscience of keeping it but yeah. i i withdrew the money from my bank because it had been double deposited back into it i kept it in an envelope and i said i want to wait and see how long it takes for them and it was really weird it took like two weeks and i got this really strange phone call and it said we think we've made a mistake uh, we see on this day that you deposited a check with us or, or a check on us and we double credited you for it, and we would like our money. Yeah. I said, I'm happy to give it back. I was just waiting to I'm see. I'm holding it ransom. <laughs> I'm holding it. I would like to see. Send an envelope. Yeah, I would like with bit, your name. I would up. like some Bitcoin in exchange oh. <laughs> for your money. Predicted the future. But no, I, I think the the action on the cyber security has been it's it's just. I mean, how does this well, hit with a, with a pand- pandemic? And then we, you know, well, we, then like there's like the bridge over over the Mississippi River in Memphis. Like we've just had like because yeah, yeah, and if you haven't followed this, that there's they found a crack in the bridge over the Mississippi. So like barges, from Arkansas to to Memphis. Yeah, and so like barges from New Orleans to St. Louis reroute to where I don't know trucks, are, you know, around and like the gas shut down. It's like y'all. Well, I think and he, I think this proves too that as particular as everybody's been and like careful i'm not gonna say nothing is it's almost like a pipe dream like security may be a pipe dream it's like i lock the doors on my house but if somebody really wants to get in they can kick it in i'm gonna know they're there and be waiting with my gun but they can get in if they want to do you know this was some pollyanna thought i had the other day but you know do you know easy life would be if we didn't have to like lock our cars lock our houses like have like you could just everything no password on your phone yeah if we were just honest, I think we spend. I would love to see some type of TED talk on how much time and oh, well, the money's that ridiculous. If we just decided not but to the, be the time, the time of like <laughs> that you spend your day setting your alarm, locking your door, unlocking your work door, locking your office, setting your passcode, unsetting your passcode, setting your phone, like all the stuff, your car, getting in, like all versus, the stuff we do, especially versus like when we were just agrarian farmers or whatever. Yeah, it just it's just open. I mean, we probably you left your door unlocked. We, we probably spend like. Aggregate, I don't know, would it be like an hour a day of like something concerning a security thing you're doing for yourself to protect yourself? Maybe even more. I would take a small over on that. I mean, just count up all the, like all the little things you did. I mean, it's like. Yeah. (laughs) But now we've proven that we have to do it and we must do it. Yeah. Or you won't have beef or gas or whatever else is the next thing to be hacked on. Hopefully not. Not the banking industry because we take all the maybe proper... may, maybe maybe just due to the nature of the beef industry being like what are they gonna do hack us like maybe theirs is open and they hack the easiest thing to hack. I, I mean, didn't know the beef industry was hackable. I don't know what they hacked. But have you? I, I'm I, I, uneducated I'm, about this. What what was the hacking for? Like, did they ask for ransom? Yeah. So, was it the same group? No. It was not the same group. No. 
Which funny the uh, not funny whatever the other group, hilarious uh, the other group apologized. Did you see where they did? And they said we didn't mean to disrupt like the world with the gas. We just want, we our, just money. want our money. Yeah. yeah, they said that the the sword maker. So Bobby has told us that yeah, the company. The, Bobby did some research. Well, the organization provides the hacking the ones that apologized. Um, was the comp- was the group that made hacking software the software that makes hacking possible? So the the sword maker is it a business play? It's like the Nobel. <laughs> like do they go in and that, go, we'll hack you, and then we'll sell you a solution. Maybe, maybe. So um, so go honor amongst thieves. We'll repeat what Bobby they're said. They're not. Um, they're not a. They're a dubious group that provides this to others, but they charge a bounty when you when you use their platform to hack someone they charge a percentage of the bounty but they have rules it's like the whatever the john wick like no kids no no, no infrastructure yeah, yeah like there's things that you just hospitals probably school meat no school meat, meat and gas meat, meat gas which if they hit the beer supply ooh, people are gonna get angry but it, but it's weird probably but it's also like we were handicapping before the pandemic like man can you imagine they could televise live billiards and it'd get 10 million viewers like we both thought that like live sports was that happened have for this, like a week was gonna have like this huge like everybody's clamoring to get back in and watch on tv and then every live sports event has been wah wah because because people realize there's more to life i think yeah it's super weird that like oh this got us back into oh it's it's been weird but so like you you hacked the beer industry and everybody's like ah, i didn't really need to drink anyway i guess maybe what happens i doubt it <laughs> I don't look. It's just a discussion worth having. Is and neither one of us are cybersecurity people, but just what's been going on with it. If you're a, a one of those banks out there, you, you better be tripling up on your whatever it is that y'all do because stuff's been crazy. Yeah. So speaking of crazy, yeah. One more one more topic for you for rapid and maroon and white. <laughs> Very specific. There's 90% of the people listening have no idea what that is. Actually, I would say of our listeners, 90% may actually know because it's probably just a hyper-local group. Uh, anyway, so speaking of weird, world-changing, so like uh, the pandemic. I don't know if you've noticed, uh, but there's been a global pandemic. It's not funny, but that cracked, I cracked myself up. Anyway, um, went to my daughter. Wasn't funny at all. I know, but it was to me. Okay. My daughter had her college orientation. I'm old now, um, oldest child, graduate high school, going to college. Literally no one, and this is, a, she went to a public institution, or is going to a public institution. No one- Of higher that, learning. Of higher let's, learning. Let's, let's, yeah. <laughs> let's, I mean, it's someone related to you. It could yeah. be a little crazy. Maybe. Uh, but nobody had a mask on. And I was kind of like, I went, like, they're going to err on the side of caution. I'm vaccinated. So, you know, I'm just, I try to wear a mask to, you know, until I see what the kind of prevailing thing is. I'm not being vaccinated. You're a people pleaser. So, yeah, I, certainly. Um, I'm, I just try not to upset, needlessly upset people. Well, anyway. Yeah, bad start for your daughter. Like, for, like you're the dad out there. Like, I'm not wearing a mask. Yeah, but like every, <laughs> yeah. But no one, including like. No school personnel and everybody that's really erred on the side of caution. I mean, schools, public entities have really erred on the side of of preventative measures. Yeah, I was astounded, but not from like a masker anti-masker thought, but just like really is this? It, to me, it was the sign that like I guess we can't. I guess we're I guess we're out of it. Coronavirus. So we're going into vacation, a time where you and I f- philosophically, you know, generally look to lower media. 
people are distracted in people a normal are, well, people are checked out in a normal world. I mean, that's got to be like a hundred times more this year, right? Like everybody's got to be like, I've been cooped up with a media device beaming eight hours a day. It, it's yeah. got to be time for some outdoors, well, right? We sort of joked about it. the only thing. The only two things I saw on social media over the over last weekend was a Memorial Day post, uh, which were apropos about you know honoring. Soldiers that had, that had lost their lives at war, and then lake pictures. Yeah, and then, and then and the lake war, pictures, and then the warring of those two. Yeah, groups. like how dare you be at the lake, and then the lake's like, I'm enjoying my freedom. That these people fall. <laughs> you're for. like, this is interesting. I'm not getting involved in the argument, but yeah, it was a, it was a, there's a lot. It's of just weird that everything's an argument now. Oh, everything. There is no. There's no. It's like how there's dare no you do- go discourse. celebrate your freedom? How dare you blame me for enjoying my family? Yeah, while you're out at the lake, just this woman's and. It's awful. My brother's uh, uh, retired from the Army, and, uh, you know, they, they've dealt with a ton of tragedy in those people they've served with, but they do it for a greater good and these freedoms. So it's just a weird, weird debate. Like, don't enjoy yourself today because others aren't. Well, and then the new thing is... Uh, that would be every day. Is, is folks on social media feel like they're having to explain Memorial Day to someone when the holiday or Day of Remembrance, or however you want to call it, Memorial Day, is probably older than they are. Yeah. But for some reason, they've just discovered what it is and decided that they need to tell everyone what Memorial Day is. Well, and I always joke, and, and I, said, I said I always do a, a little internal blog at the bank about knowing the difference between Memorial Day, Veterans Day, and Armed Services Day, but I do it almost as just like kind of a tongue-in-cheek reminder of like, guys, remember, but I'm not really like, Judging, I'm just telling you what it is, and now it's it's on repeat, so everyone kind of laughs it because it's always come up. Well, it is. Well, I mean, the, it is in the name. Yes, but you do have to kind of stop and think. It, it's worth stopping and thinking about, you know, like before you make a post. But it, but it is pretty funny when someone puts like, "Thank all your armed service members for their service," and then someone comes in the comments and is like, "It's not a day to recognize them. It's but not their day." And you're just like. <laughs> But why wouldn't you? Yeah, why not do it? Well, anyway? that's why I told you. It's really hard to honor the ones who have given their life. I mean, like, they, like wouldn't you want to thank them before? Yeah. I mean, just. But yeah, I, I, the arguments. Were do, just, do not think of. Do not think of veteran today. No. Don't think that veteran. It's not November. Exactly. It's not November yet, so you can't. I mean, or Armed Services Day, or what? Like, don't they, Armistice Day. Oh don't celebrate gosh. anything if it's not peace between the European. Well, that's the way Facebook has become now, though. <laughs> like, that's what social media oh, is. God. It's it is such a ridiculous platform for fake superiority with no base of. It is like Google with an attitude. <laughs> I, I saw a, it is. I saw a meme the other day that said, uh, "If a person came back from the like Back to the Future, like 1950s, and dropped in, and and you, he said, what's the biggest change in what you have today in in 2021?'" Someone said, "Well, I have this little device in my pocket that has access to every piece of information a human has ever known, but I spend most of the time arguing and looking at funny videos. Yeah, like with people. You no, know, I spend most of my time arguing with people I don't know and watching funny videos. Yeah, I, and." I mean, it has access to every piece of information. And gives a platform to a lot of just crackpot, harebrained BS. No. And so. And a lot of people that are very um, aggressive about their opinions. So you'll see this now. It'll be a trend. And, and let's put it on the podcast here so we know full, it. Full, full disclosure, though, I do post weird things on Facebook for 
entertainment and quasi like political aware some political awareness I so I, so i don't for many reasons but i follow along a lot of this stuff which may be worse people but, live vicariously through my but, posts but my point is there's a new thing that social media like has stuff? given that every holiday is now a reason to argue over you don't understand it and i do well, yeah and some every are legit holiday. some are legit like columbus day versus you know that he how can we celebrate when a group of white people came over and took the country down to like, don't think a veteran on Memorial yeah. Day that's. You know, Halloween's not a holiday. Oh, you shouldn't celebrate, but your kids and you do. And then it goes to the. Just have there, fun. There's, there's just, there's such. That's why I don't. I, I kind of laugh at the folks that are posting lake pictures because I'm like, yeah, you're hating on them, but like, they're just enjoying life. Yeah. I mean, you're so surrounded in this world of, of argument now. Yeah. And and a lot of it legitimate. But my point is it's just like, dude, can you just not everything has to can be. Can you debate. just smile and laugh and be like, man, if the weather's nice, can I just relax for a little bit? And I know someone say, Well, they, they don't have the life you do. They don't. Maybe somebody does. You also weren't at the lake, as far as I know. I wasn't at the lake either. So now I was working on something. But anyway. I remember strangely, you know, I actually remember more of my childhood than a lot of people say they do. I remember going to um doing trick-or-treating and on Halloween and we're in the Bible Belt and all that but I remember going to a house that answered the door to tell me that they didn't celebrate Halloween and like kind of berated me as like a like a four or five I was young uh, and really like remember it and I remember just like going back like I, I think I remember like telling my mom like I think I'm done like I don't that's just let me do me and you do you and like why like why do you have to I don't know it gets well, the realm of personal freedoms versus public offense is um, pretty big chasm. Yeah, pretty big chasm or a thin gap. I don't know which one. Well, and and to relate this to the reason we even have a podcast, I, I guess the reaction to some of this on social media. You know, I, I find I, what I find funny is what people will reveal about what they've done with their bank on social media, and and you know we go at great lengths to be BSA compliant and not release customer data and talk about relationships over social, and people will get on there and be like. My debit card was taken at this place at this time. It's there. I would like just like explain all this stuff or you know, I got a fee because of this because I didn't do this. And, and they'll just go off on social media. What I found is. Sort of like Dick Vitale um, complaining about. Oh, how his, weird um, was that? His, per- his first class flight from Orlando to like L.A. or whatever. The weirdest thing is, is Orlando to San Francisco and he said this five hour flight. And I just want to find the five hour flight from Orlando to um, is, he, is the whatever the Concord back. But. Sorry, Dickie V. But basically, he, com- toned he complained that the breakfast offerings were pathetic, is what he said. Yeah. On the flight. Which is tone deaf, but still, like, if you paid for it, I guess you'd be like... Just eat breakfast before you get on the plane. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm saving my calories to an on-plane meal but I don't, is, but, is a world I've never he, lived he in. He has a decent following, and to, like, hammer the airline... like. I can get hammering an airline if they screw up your trip and you're frustrated and you miss a business meeting or something like, hey, because here's this, the deal. This non-promise thing. Well, here's the deal with airlines. I'll give them credit. They're really good at defensive social media. Yeah. I have found that I can hold on the phone, can't Except get anybody, can't get in line. But if I post on there, Sorry, my Southwest. flight's messed up, don't like this. Delta, like, I mean, a snap is with you. Like, DM me right now. Fix your flight. You're done. They do not like. Southwest escalated with me to the point where I posted a video of me shredding their card, and they're like, "Good luck, bro," or something <laughs> like that. No, I've had little dramatic, little escalation. I've had good luck with Southwest, but it's just it's just different stuff. Yeah, I mean, I've I've had my rants on social too, but anyway, uh, 
I did, but first saying I'm in first class and the breakfast offerings were pathetic. It's a little like, uh, I don't know. It's it's of of all the things. But if you're like eighty something, and he doesn't care. That's the that's probably the best part. He's like, I don't care. I was upset. I don't. I don't. I don't. Here's the thing. Because of my opinion, I don't. I don't care. Like I don't. I have no judgment for him. He was upset. But like people are just like cancel Dick Vitale. He didn't. Li- he didn't like his breakfast on a first class flight. On a first class. How dare you complain? Well, he paid a thousand dollars, two thousand dollars for a ticket. Uh, if your Louis Vuitton bag has a hole in it. But I, I still don't get a lot. A lot of the bank social media complaints that customers give. Oh, it's it's wild. Like when you have to say do not put your social security number, you realize the calibration of the person you're dealing I've with. I've seen I can how many times I've seen one go, here's my account number, here's my social security number, please reset my password. It was <laughs> and this. text me. Yeah. Like I said, I'm just like, are you kidding me? Like what in the world? I don't know. I mean I I'm I'm finding the world if we participate in social media as maybe say it's a good bit, you know, banks participate, but it's almost like putting up a banner ad at a fight like wh- why are you in this like weird weird environment where everybody's angry at everybody else I, you know by the way just so you understand that that means chicken if you're not in the area that has rooster fights it, it is it does give pause to think are you putting your brand in an area of such toxicity that it's I was mad. Look at that bank. They're interrupting my rant. And, it, and then when you do something like, can you believe it? They're posting like bunny pictures on Easter when my they took my debit card. Like, oh, we were just doing like happy and it was your fault, but we can't say that. <laughs> exactly. You overdrew too much money and didn't I, we, know your pen. I've kind of had a little bit of a social media rule with us that if they, if they curse in their post about how angry you don't respond. Oh yeah, I feel like that creates a thread, and then it the gets anger in. of people who get their debit cards gobbled because they can't remember their pin number, like it's the it's bank's amazing. Fault. It's amazing. I think that's probably the single most prevalent, like, like anger. They don't have a debit card. It's the always, weekend's here. It's I can't get my Saturday. money. I can't get my. It's always Saturday afternoon. I can't get my money. The bank is closed, and I entered my. I couldn't remember, so I entered it six times when it told me not to. Yeah. And but yet I get it because I don't know if it'll spit it. It depends on the ATM, but yeah. Sometimes they yeah. give three, whatever. Sometimes you you don't put your card away in, you swipe it, so it it depends. But uh, but yeah, it's the the social media defensive nature that we have to take as banks. Um, uh, and I guess if if we're trying to give some value in this, which we've just basically talked, maybe the entertainment is the value. But I think the value that we need to discuss here is not uh, necessarily not necessarily is that um, uh, you know defensive nature. Don't respond to a bunch of craziness and become part of a thread. I'd be careful about where I'm posting my ads now because again, you're just hopping in the ring with a bunch of people, and then right, there's like a banner ad right in the middle of like checking for you, and it's just vitriol. Uh, yeah, it's just people yelling. So be careful with where you place and your will brand. Associate like. People are really bad at technology, I guess, is the is the base as a general rule of thumb. You'll get in trouble for having your ad next to someone's post on Facebook that you had no idea. We talk about you used to talk about well, editorial well, here's environment. Here's the I, about editorial environment. I was uh, teaching a marketing class today and someone asked about filters and like the filters you could put on Snapchat and Instagram at events. So like someone goes to a football game there's a filter that pops up and they can click it and maybe you sponsor it. So it says like Renaissance Bank and Ole Miss or whatever, and it has a cool little branded filter around it. And he and he, the guy had a good point. That's question. He was like, "How do you control it from someone not like shooting a bird finger and posting with your brand or or like 
you know, something in the background, a Confederate flag or something just, you know, off base for the times we're in. And uh, <laughs> when is it appropriate just to give the double bird? Yeah, that's my point. Like whatever times are like yeah. something inappropriate and your brand is like right there filtering. I was like, yeah, I was like, that's a risk. That's a real reputation risk. Yeah. What? But in a reasonable world, it wouldn't be because everybody would understand the context. They would say, of, hey, this person posted this and took a filter and put it on that they were at the event and you happen to be sponsoring yeah. it. But the flip side is like everyone's get mad about it. It's just just everybody's mad. Uh, as everyone knows, and I'm oddly wearing the jersey, we sponsored the uh, we sponsored the National Soccer Club and the MLS. And when uh, Black Lives Matter movement was happening after all the protests last summer, uh, some of the players took a knee before the game. We were getting like hate to us, like you can't sponsor that team. What blah blah. And I'm like, guys, like the players make the, have the personal are, freedom to make that decision it has nothing to do with Renaissance. And it's just cr- again going back to personal freedoms. What I said earlier is like, I. I dare say that both major political sides would, def- well, depend on the frame, uh, on on the question, would support general personal freedoms that you should be able to express yourselves, freedom of expression around. They the just person. wouldn't like the form some people choose to yeah, express but, themselves. But it's crazy how we are that one we jump a little bit too quickly to First Amendment when it has nothing to do with First Amendment um, because it's business has nothing to do with First Amendment that you cannot do business with someone because you disagree. But allowing the 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 ability for people to express themselves is, is is one of the most American things to the point where a former British royal thinks it's bonkers. Well, he complained. He said, how can the and press... And his was a little more reasonable And he was, he was taken framed. out of context by the media. Because he was like, media could just show up to your house and, and like, follow you around and, and go through your stuff. And they were like, oh, he's complaining about the First Amendment. And I was like, not necessarily. Yeah. I was like, he had a, he had a real point. But anyway, the, even the First Amendment at his basis compared to other countries is groundbreaking that's why we that's why we created it yeah because you were it is a little bonkers but it also is part of what makes us great it is it is it is different from what well, other countries. and to the point of my example with the soccer club the players that said it they didn't call our bank and go hey hey renaissance we're gonna you know we're gonna do this you might want to be prepared or like we're not gonna do it so you're you're good with certain or like and you know some customers were like i'm proud that they did that like again disagree with the individual 50 like it didn't matter if they had adidas or nashville or nike or what like they're doing their thing but here but the lesson here to the bank is you got to be prepared for these unseen things Things that happen to your brand that you weren't you just didn't see it coming and i don't know that you might have but a lot of times you don't. My worry with banks, like I said, with a knee jerk, is if something can go wrong, the bank won't do it. And there is an equitable risk. Especially in marketing. It's yeah. a public form All of communication. If you're doing it well, you are taking some risk. Yep. It's just like any stock bet. The the low-yield stock is the, and this is not stock advice because I have to do that because of risk, but, you know, is the... <laughs> it's a discussion. Yeah, is is... is the the low yield marketing is the is the low reward. If you want to actually make an impact, how do you make an impact like that? Well, you've taken risk. Yeah, you got. To, I say it all the time. You've got um, comfort is the ultimate addiction. Ronnie Doss, what's his? There's a guy that says that anyway. Ronnie but, Dunn. Yeah, kicks Brooks. Yeah, that's it. But uh, comfort that is country. the ultimate addiction. We get too comfortable, we get addicted to the comfortability, and then you don't take even the slightest risk, and all of a sudden you kind of fade. Ask Blockbuster about it. So anyway, I think we've rambled enough. Hopefully you've gotten a little bit of the chatter of what's going on in the world today and a little bit of bank value maybe there at the end. So for the Marketing Money Podcast, have fun. Have a good one.
views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual participants and do not reflect the official policy or position of any financial institution or agency, Renaissance Corporation, Renaissance Bank and its affiliates, or the Mavis Agency. For more information, please visit marketingmoneypodcast.com.